You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. This offense has become, it's not the the evolution, right? It was, oh, we need Randall to do this. We need Randall to do everything. We need Randall. We need Randall. We need, we need Randall. Now it's, we need Brunson. <laughs> yeah. No question. I mean, he is their best, but he is their star. Yep. Yep. He's the guy. And even though, and the best part is you were able to win tonight with the point differential that you needed mm-hmm. without him having a yep. great game. Absolutely. That's the best part of that's what you the, got tonight. That's the, uh, the, the, uh, the strength of the Knicks' depth, right? It's, uh, he is the best guy by far, but it feels like in the past, especially when it was just Randall here before Brunson got here, if Randall didn't do it, it was, it was very hit or miss. Now with him here and the other guys taking a step forward in, in Barrett and, and quickly, it doesn't feel like it's all on one guy's shoulders. Back to the phones. Kyle's in Jersey. What's up, Kyle? Gentlemen, what's going on? A pleasure. Uh, yeah, I, I basically, you know, what they were the last caller was talking about. I, I think the Knicks are a three and four, and and I'm fine with that. Let's just get in the playoffs. Let's let's draw. Let's. I want the team to play with chemistry, and this team, everybody needs to be on board. We need Randall to do do Randall's thing, and I don't like putting a lot of pressure on Randall because when he has a lot of pressure, he doesn't play effectively. And RJ needs to do his thing. I love what we got out of Randall today, 20-plus points, 16 points, with the minutes that they both of these gentlemen did, and also with Robinson. And I mentioned something to uh, when they were when they were kind of like uh, we were, I was talking to the um, the phone caller. I talked about J. Anthony Towns coming here. I kind of like him. But if I'm getting the same minutes and the same points from Mitchell Robinson, what do I need him for? Do you think he would be a good – you talked about somebody coming here. Now, I don't want Kyrie – I really wouldn't want Kyrie. I don't want anybody to mess up the chemistry and the – and I'm going to say a, I'm going to say a Clyde term, the fluidity <laughs> of this team right now because that's what this team needs. They need to – look what Quickly did. He came in, he scored his points today. That's what this team needs. Brunson, I can't work overwork Brunson all the time or else – you're going to just work him right on the bench. Everybody needs to be a point for this team to win and this team to uh, to beat teams like Miami, Boston, and also who uh, uh, in Milwaukee. And I, I don't. I, I think Robinson. I think I don't think Townsend. I, do you think he would be a better ad addition than who we have right now? Well, he would be. Thanks for the phone call, Kyle. He would be more of a scorer than Mitchell Robinson is, but I don't know that you need. Well, obviously, if you traded him, I would assume Julius Randle is not yeah. here. I would assume Julius Randle would be part of the trade. I like Carl Anthony Towns. I, I, Gordon, here's my problem with him. I like his range. He hits the three. He's a pretty good three-point shooter now. He's evolved. His availability is a question, too. There's, I'm, I'm just really – the one thing you can say about Randle, he's always available. Gordon, he, he plays is. all the time. He's he always available. Mm-hmm. He drives you crazy sometimes. It's not pretty but, all the time, but but he's always available, and mm-hmm. he plays his minutes. and And so I'm a little leery of that, especially with with big guys, Gordon, because you know, and the minute and the minutes that he's going to have to play on his hips. Carl Anthony Towns' contract. Just Google that. It's horrendous. It's one of the worst contracts out there. He's basically Julius. He's a little bit better than Julius Randle at twice the price. Hmm. That's well, not the. That's not the move I want to make. There's the answer. No. And, and I get it. Like, I think that a lot of times people bring up names and Nick fans, well, I don't want him. I don't want him. I don't want him. And it's like, well, you don't want all these guys. Who do you want? I, I, I don't know necessarily, but I, I know the hard knows. 
I don't want to make a move until I can say yes. I'm not just going to make a move because it's a lesser no than some of the other names. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Gordon, this guy was all over social media, smiling, cheesing. I'm at the game. Got little, you know, people raising their hands around him. Jose from Brooklyn. You see him on on on, on X. He's all over the place. Hi, waving. See that? Palms. He's like the mayor. Oh. Huh? All right, good to know. He, oh, he's Mr. MSG now. <laughs> <laughs> oh guys thank you shout out to the company hello larry gd <laughs> and um just wanted um i was definitely yes i was at the game and you know uh, i'm the one you know thing that i was laughing it up with Chantel is you know um you can tell people you know truly care about something when they go out their way to say that they don't care about something and seeing the in-season tournament courts and everything and seeing you know julius randall mentioned you know how they were trying to run it run up the score and everything i'm like you know what it kind of mattered and it, it, it was nice to see them you know actually play for you know something called professional pride which was you know something kind of lost in this day of you know where oh i'm sorry my 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 back is hurting today and you know what i i don't think i can play today even though people spend you know a lot of money to actually see that superstar play but you know who you know we, we not everyone could be my, like michael jordan and play your 82 games right yeah it's true it's true so so, so and that's kind of the genesis of why this in-season tournament was kind of created to kind of create more interest and buzz in the regular season especially at this time where football is kind of trying to rule the day even though we have two bad new york teams and we're stuck with hearing so many bad calls oh my god sorry i'm just you know going on and on but um about the game uh, i thought the game was very good they played very well they dominated a team that they were supposed to dominate I'm a little concerned with their defense because, as my friend pointed out who I was with the game, it seems like whenever they do build a big lead, they kind of get into this – they let go – they kind of get lazy on defense and they start letting the other team kind of hit threes and they pretty much came – the Hornets almost came back within two. That's my only concern with the game. But other than that, there was not, you know, a lot to be disappointed with. It was kind of like a workman night, you know, with quickly and – um, um, Randall leading the way in scoring. Everybody else kind of was, you know, in that double digit. So it was kind of cool. Um, wanted to thank you guys and have a great one. All right, Jose. Thanks for calling. Um, understand this. I don't care how bad the teams are. Teams always make runs in the NBA. They just yeah, do. They, they always do. They of always course. do. Yeah. Uh, I think what happens sometimes with teams, it's not just the Knicks. You watch it with other teams, too, if you watch the NBA a lot. You want that kill shot, Gordon, right? You got them down by 18. All right, let's go put the threes in. Let's 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 put them out. Let's put them away so we can sit and recline, sit on the bench. Although I, I don't know how Nick players think they're going to sit on the bench with Tom Thibodeau. He's going to play. Well, they should anyway. know that. Yeah, they should know that by now. If you're on the bench when the game, like if five minutes into the game, if you're still on the bench, then you're probably going to be there the whole game. It's playing checkers for fun, yeah. Yeah, but, right. But. You know, but you want to hit that shot, Gordon. It's that, that three-pointer that gets the crowd up. Yeah! And you miss a couple of those, and they're long rebounds, and the other team makes a couple of layups and gets a three. All of a sudden, your lead's cut in half before you know it. So I think they're, they're, they're victims of that sometime, and mm -hmm. you know when it happens because you hear that deep voice grumbling right. from the sideline, and then you know there's a timeout. <laughs> that, that generally happens. It even comes through on the TV. Loud and clear. Yep. Loud and clear.
More of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Gordon, before we get back to the phones, um, I found out today in an article in uh, the Daily News that a former colleague, a former co-worker of mine from back in the day when I first got started in this business, and I ran across him a lot uh, when I was in the field as a reporter, uh, Pablo Guzman, uh, yeah. passed away over the weekend oh, of a heart attack at the age of 73. Oh, that's and, uh, of course, you know, people remember Pablo with the, sure. with the Young Lords and, you know, but but as a broadcaster, he was, he was second to none. He was a guy, <laughs> I started out uh, going running running uh, the board for him, mm-hmm. and uh, he was, he, <laughs> when you made a mistake, there was a look that he gave you <laughs> that you knew that you made a mistake. They, his eyes were just like it's all he needed he's like, like he looked through you uh, and then what was funny is he would always when he had guests he loved to talk to you and he would go on the air and he'd say excuse me while I talk to my engineer and he would say 2A7 and then he would give you like an okay sign and that okay so that's the second because he would leave you a bunch I know I'm, this is going to get technical we were playing Gordon this is how long this was Albums. Oh boy, <laughs> what's that? What's that, Mister Million Year Old Man? That's it. We were yeah. playing albums, Gordon. We were, you know, and uh, the twos for him were once again showing my age. Twelve inch. Mm-hmm. You remember those, Gordon? Sure, that one, the of course. Long version of the song. Uh-huh. So the two was always a twelve inch, and the seven was, you know, another thing, and like, you know, cut it after seven seconds. I don't remember all the things, but we all had a code with him. He was he a uh, very opinionated guy, uh, very smart, loved sports, um, and you know we had a conversation when I first when I first started running the board for him. And he said, "What do you what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Because I, I want to be a sportscaster." He said, "In New York." <laughs> I said, "Well, <laughs> did you get then give him that look? Did you turn that around on him? Excuse me." Uh, I said, uh, "Yeah." He said, "Well, you know what? I admire your you know I admire you." Go at it. If anything I can do to help you, let me know. Look at that. Uh, but but it's not going to be easy. And uh, I said, right I know about that. that. Yeah. And, and <laughs> boy, has it not been easy. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me, but uh, some great memories from Pablo Guzman. He will be missed. And, you know, condolences to his, to his family. Yep, absolutely. absolutely. He's a great guy. 1-800-919-3776. Lee's in Manhattan. Lee, you're next on 98.7. Uncle Larry, Brother G., Long time, gentlemen. Yeah, Lee, where you been? Well, I've been listening to you guys in in football, so now I can talk a little basketball. Yeah, really. (laughs) We're uh, we're as happy as you are, Lee. (laughs) Good to hear hear your voices, gentlemen. Same here. What you got for us? My thing is I sort of agree with Gordon. I'm not too thrilled about this in-season tournament, only because – when it's all said and done, you've only played maybe 20, 21 games, okay? So now you've, you've built yourself up. You've got all of this intensity with the will to win this, this little prize for, you know, in season. I want to know what's going to happen to my team 
after this in-season tournament. You're still going to have 60 games left to play. Are you still going to have that same intensity? What about the psyche of the team? See, this is this is where I'm leading. If you can if you can show me this in 20 21 games, what's going to happen to my other 60 61 games? I'm looking for you to be somewhere between a four and a six. Because when you know when you get to a seven, you're playing for the in-season tournament, you know. So I'm, 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 I've got mixed feelings about it. But if you can build yourself up to play this hard for 21, 22 games, show me the other 60. You know, Lee, that's a great point. Thanks for the phone call. It was good hearing from you, my friend. Uh, but rest assured, everybody will be resting now, Gordon. After the tournament's done, everybody will be going into their, you know, their load management mm-hmm. skills. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, because it's funny that, Lee, that you mentioned that. I was listening to Bart and Han earlier today, and Bart mentioned to Alan, so what's the deal now? Now that, you know, you had to play on the tournament nights, like we need you to play on the tournament nights. Mm-hmm. So do we make that understanding you have to play on the tournament nights, and then when the tournament is done, we'll – you know, retroactively give you some load management days that you would have gotten earlier. Yeah, probably. Right. Especially, I mean, the tournament's not going to be that long, so it's not like you're going to have a deep playoff run, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I'm sure that that's still, but you can only fix what you can fix. Right. Right. Like you want to have it be something meaningful at some point. You don't want to put it too deep into the season because then the playoffs are right behind it. It, I, it beats the alternative. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I, I'll be honest with you, sitting there on the couch tonight watching the fourth quarter in a game against the Hornets, which was a, a blowout pretty much the, the, the fourth quarter, it, it, it made me focus more on it than it ordinarily would have. Yeah, on a regular situation like this, with them up big like that, you'd have been looking at you yeah. know, who's Miami playing next mm-hmm. and yep. you know what you know shekels and doing your mm-hmm. you know, balancing your shekel account and absolutely and they need boot. balancing. Trust me, Larry. They, the Jets have, <laughs> have wiped that thing out. <laughs> well, that's no what way you they're going to lose to the Chargers at home. Oh yeah, yeah watch this. <laughs> Promo code Gordon's a bad word around the oh house. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Need a fresh promo code. <laughs> Buddha's in the Bronx. What's up, Buddha? Yeah, you know, Unc, man, Pablo Guzman. He was a legend, man, for real. Yeah, I know. Days, man, I remember he used to look like a, I don't know if you remember that movie Truck Turner, but when they had the hitman, his name was Panama. <laughs> he used to oh look yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to look just like him, man, for yeah. real, man. Those were the good yeah. old days, man. I tell you, John mm. Johnson. Spencer yep. Christian. Remember Spencer Christian? Spencer Christian, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, Spencer man. Christian. That's my childhood right there, man, growing yeah. up, you know. Oh, man. man. Rest in peace, man. You know, rest yeah. in power. You know, whatever which way you like to call it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, uh, you know I, I, I know people are down of, on, on the, uh, the, the NBA Cup. I'll just say this much. I do appreciate when I have a commissioner of a sport, whether he makes the wrong or right decisions in, 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 you know, in your personal estimation, but he takes your fandom into consideration. They had a problem with people not playing, and he tried to do something about it. I mean, in the NFL, you got Roger Goodell. He's a figurehead. I mean, he, he doesn't get anything done. He's told what to do. And then with Rob Manfred, I mean, like, most people I know uh, uh, want a digital intervention with these umpires, and that's going to take what another twenty years to get off the ground. So you know, I, I give I give Silver credit for that. 
I mean, you can look at it whichever way you want to. I mean, the courts look a little silly and things like that. But, you know, I appreciate your, the effort, you know. that All you want as a fan is when you like something or you root for something and there's a deficiency that somebody tries to address it. Sometimes mm-hmm. you don't like the way they address it, but at least I appreciate the effort. You know what I mean? I hear you, Buddha, and, and what makes it so good, and thanks for the phone call, is you can't do that without a working, a really nice working relationship, Gordon, with the Players Association. Absolutely. That's you know, the one thing the NBA has better, I think, than all the other leagues. Absolutely. We know how it is in, in Major League Baseball. Oh, there is no relationship. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and, and, the, and the NFL, I mean, it's, it's really one-sided there, too. Absolutely. Just one-sided with the players in, the major, in Major League Baseball. It's one-sided with the owners in, in uh, the NFL. Yeah, the NBA at least there's a the maybe it's not, but at least to the outside it feels like they're trying to be partners. Yes, I right. Agree. Like it doesn't seem so adversarial. I'm sure they do have their fights about things at times, but it mm-hmm. ain't it ain't like the other way. No, it's uh, nothing's like baseball. Baseball, no. I mean, they will they'll 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 drive the car right off the cliff and 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 still keep pressing the gas. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. When we return, Gordon, we'll talk a little football. I, I am it, it's amazing to me, but there's a quarterback controversy with the Giants. And if you were on X, formerly Twitter, and you saw Jordan run on his uh his I guess what were the X, tweets, X I don't know what they are now that it's X. Right. Uh but but his communications. There's a line around the block to get Tommy DeVito's autograph at uh, a, 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 a deli in Wayne, New Jersey. Line around the block. And Tyrod Taylor's due to come back. What do the Giants do? Do you keep Tommy DeVito or do you say, Tommy, we need Tyrod Taylor? Well, a former Giant weighs in, and then Gordon and I want to hear what you have to say. That's next on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Um, Amani Toomer on DPH on Rothenberg this morning. And here's what's interesting. We've gone from, and, and I, I was trying not to do it, but I'm going to have to, Gordon. Um, <laughs> I was trying. I was really trying. But it really is quite the indictment on Nathaniel Hackett. Because you've got a guy in Tommy DeVito that they were afraid for him to throw the ball against the Jets. Mm-hmm. And now he's got five touchdown passes. <laughs> All of a sudden, they're not afraid for him to throw the ball. Which means, Gordon, he's been in a phrase that I'm sure we've all heard, quote, coached up, unquote. And so now you're looking into a situation where, you know what? It's it's DeVito. You, see, here's why I disagree with Amani Toomer, right? We know what Tyrod Taylor is. We see Tyrod Taylor. We do. He's a fabulous backup. He's a guy who's been a starter in this league. He's a backup. He's a guy that can march the team down the field. He's a guy that can still move the ball with his legs and keep plays alive, extend plays. We kind of know what Tyrod Taylor is. We don't know what Tommy DeVito is, Gordon. And as the uh, competition gets better, that's when you'll learn more about Tommy DeVito. Well, it really kind of comes back to the question that we've been having as hosts or as fans or as media about what are, should the Giants be looking to win or should the Giants be looking to improve their, their draft stock, right? Well, 
if you're, it seems like the Giants are approaching it as if they want to win. So if they want to win, the better option right now is probably Tyrod Taylor. He's more mm-hmm. experienced. He didn't look bad when he was in there originally. He's, he's, he's got a, a lot safer floor than, than Tommy DeVito. Now, for me, if I were a Giant fan, I would be saying we're not playing for anything at this point. I would much rather learn about the future, which is Tommy DeVito. But with the state of the NFC being what it is, the Giants are not mathematically eliminated. So that if you're looking to win, if you're one of those fans who's saying every single week, hey, I want to win these games. These are important. We got to win, win, win. I want to sit down and watch my team win. Well, then what you're saying is that you want Tyrod Taylor to be your quarterback. Yeah. See, me, I, I know what he brings. Yeah. I, I would agree with you. Do. I would rather find out what I got for the future. Is Tommy DeVito something that we can, we can develop into something? Yeah. I mean, because, because Armani's right. I don't know. First of all, I don't know what condition Daniel Jones is going to be in when he gets back. And, Gordon, he's not usually available for the whole season. So I no, know I'm going to need mm-hmm. somebody else anyway. Mm-hmm. And Tyrod Taylor is, you know, familiar with the offense, clearly. Now, if I remember correctly, I think his contract is up at the end of the year. Tyrods? I think. I think that he had a contract with them for two years. I could be wrong, but uh, maybe that's another wild card in this that they're, you know, they want to see whether they want to bring him back or what the situation is. I mean, I don't know. I just think for me, and I hear what he is a free agent after this year. Yeah. So uh, I hear what Amani's saying as a veteran, you want to ride with the veteran. Because, you are you know, listen, we've put some wins together. But you put those wins together behind Tommy DeVito. You didn't win with Tyrod Taylor either. So, you know, it, it's it, – A, it's based on the competition. We get that. But, I mean, you're riding – normally, Gordon, you ride the hot hand. So, if Tommy DeVito's the hot hand, normally you keep him in there. Uh, yeah, well, I, I mean, I think that there's more uh, unknown about Tommy DeVito at this point. Absolutely. So um, I don't really need to. What is Tyrod Taylor going to show me going out there the rest of the way? Really, my decision on Tyrod Taylor more depends on Tommy DeVito than it does on Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor, we're good. We know what we got there. Mm -hmm. If Tommy DeVito can play roughly to that kind of level where I feel comfortable with him being the backup, well, then that kind of tells me what I got on Tyrod Taylor that I don't need him. Right. And then maybe Joe Douglas will call him. <laughs> right. Yeah, they could have they could have done a lot Excuse worse me. than Tyrod. You know, because he's better than anybody they got right oh now. Oh my God! Oof. I mean, leaps and bounds yeah, better he, than anybody. He, he'd they be got like right Lamar Jackson. He'd be like the MVP over there. <laughs> <laughs> this guy can run. He can throw. He's everywhere. It would be great. It would be mm-hmm. great. So it's an interesting situation to see what how the Giants handle this. And you know, I, I guess he's due to come back, Tyrod Taylor. So you know, it's it's fascinating. But he has. And once again, Gordon, we've talked about it. It's such a great story. That's why the folks in Jersey are gathered around him. He's he's one of their own. Absolutely. They it's love a fantastic him. story. The family, the whole, you know, the whole thing with the hand thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's been fun. And it's given the Giants some some life, it feels like. I, I know yeah. watching the games, it, it gives it a little bit more uncertainty. They've uh they even had a picture on X where somebody superimposed this picture. In the Godfather poster, <laughs> right? <laughs> and he signed it for them. It's, 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 he's 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 been a phenomenon. He's been you know great for them, and uh, and oh by the way, they won some games. 
which is the other best part of it. Because even if he was from their own, uh, he's our guy and whatnot. If he wasn't winning, they wouldn't care. They'd be booing him Absolutely. like they boo other other people. Yeah. No, it, it's a great story, and hopefully it, it keeps going here. Um, it would be nice if he has a if he could work himself into a spot on the team long term. Mm-hmm. I think that that's going to be determined by these next six games. Probably. Absolutely. And, of course, they have a bye week this week. Mm-hmm. But somebody who doesn't have a bye week this week are the New York Jets. And, Gordon? Uh, we, we never get a bye week from them, Larry. We never do. We <laughs> never do. Even try, we, can't, we can't even get a bye show from them. No. <laughs> because of today in The Athletic, uh, there is a big statement there that says, it sounds like, Gordon, according to Zach Rosenblatt, they're going to run it back. They're going to run it back because number eight said so. He's the godfather, by the way. For yeah, the, he's, he's the real godfather. Um, boy, oh boy. If you can explain away this season, simply all we have to do is just have Aaron Rodgers be healthy next year, and th- that will fix everything. Boy, that takes, a, that, that takes a very creative imagination to believe that. You, you have the worst offense ever. That, Ever. I, I mean, it's as <laughs> bad as ever. I, you know, I don't know if it's Bryce Petty bad, but it's not much worse. Uh, it's not much better. To think that now you're just simply going to, I guess, add an offensive lineman or two, maybe add a, a receiver or two, bring back a 40-year-old quarterback coming off a significant injury next year, and that's going to fix everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Man, I wish logic. I had somebody in my life who believed in me as much as Aaron Rodgers believes in Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, the wife. No, no way. <laughs> if she had to sit through these games, Larry, I mean, I'd be gone so fast it'd make your head spin. There's no way. There's no way she would. Sweetie, you cannot be an offensive coordinator. You're terrible. She would not know. She would not believe in me like this. Wow. And rightfully so. Yeah. I mean, there's more there's than enough evidence at this point, right? She's the, she's the first one to tell. Look, she believes in me within reason, of course. But when I say ridiculous things, she's the she's first no to call me out as well. Yeah, believe me, I know. Yeah, believe me, I know. Jeanette's got no problem. Are you serious? Yeah, you're gonna do what now? I'm gonna go up on the roof and I'm gonna clean out the gutters because I have the leaf blower in my hand and I'm gonna just blow them out. It's gonna work perfect, sweetie. Yeah. Okay. Good. As yeah. long as you're doing something I told you right. to do. Go ahead. Yeah, up yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't think that's kind of dangerous? No, it'll be no, fine. You'll be, be fine. fine. It's not that high. No. I, I've been up there. Sure. <laughs> but it, it's because to them, Gordon, in their illogic, everything was fine until Aaron Rodgers went down. Everything was fine. Hard knocks. Preseason was good. Everything was fine. And – I don't, I don't know if they remember that before the Achilles, Aaron Rodgers missed time with a calf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, word to the wise, that's why you don't. That's why you tell him, not that you can tell him. Apparently, according to this article and what we've kind of assumed over the over the months and weeks, Gordon. But that's why he doesn't need to come back and play this year. Okay, for that very reason. Mm-hmm. He had a calf injury that really weakened, and he tried to play, and it and, and made the Achilles, it weakened the Achilles. To me. Larry, I will say this. If they keep everyone together, mm-hmm. and, they, and Aaron Rodgers comes back next year, 
And mm-hmm. he's the missing piece that takes the, them from where they are right now mm-hmm. to a Super Bowl title. I think you could make a legitimate argument that he is the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. Because this is the worst offense that anybody's ever, ever. seen. Ever. And if you're essentially just adding him and an offensive lineman and, and a, a bit piece here or there, and he's able to take him from that to there, Wow. He should go right into the Hall of Fame. Right into the Hall. He, he might <laughs> float into the Hall of Fame. He'd be so good. He should go right in. There's no reason, there's no reason that he doesn't go. I mean, that would be... He's a first I mean, ballot Hall of Famer. I, there's, no, there's not even a waiting period of that. If he's able to take this offense and just plucking him in at, at the age of 40, coming yeah. off the injury he's coming off, yep. that would be amazing. And he should be MVP. Oh, <laughs> you have to come up with a bigger award. <laughs> It can't just be MVP. It would have to be something even bigger than that. It would be like the Nobel Peace Prize of the NFL or so. I don't know what, but it has comeback player of the year, MVP, coach of the year, everything, all wrapped up in one. It's like it's like you ever hear the people that have the EGOT, they've won like the Emmy, the Tony, the Oscar, and the Grammy. Mm -hmm. He would be the EGOT winner of the NFL. No question. And then he would also be executive of the year, too. Executive, executive of the year? I mean, he's doing everything. <laughs> he's doing executive everything. of the year, coach of the year, comeback player of the year, MVP. Yep. All Aaron Rodgers. That's it. And unanimous. It's unanimous. not even – nobody else? else could even get a vote. Who else would you vote for, right? Who could do it? Who could? I don't know. <laughs> it's impossible. It's impossible. We'll come back and chat with you next on 98.7 ESPN. I'm going to make him an awfully gamble refuse. You're going to do what now? 